Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of All Fighters Follow Me. I'm Moff Ted. And I'm Senator Faith. So this week, we are coming in with an aftermath. Unfortunately, no HoloNet news. We haven't seen anything on future future waves or no, upcoming. But, but that's understandable. Clone Wars did just get released. Yeah, so giving them a little time to get things underway and um, see from there. But we have seen some new product from uh, FFG be posted on their website, so I'm expecting that Wave 10 mm-hmm. should be posted pretty soon. Pretty soon. I would like to give a quick shout-out to two of our biggest fans, Jamie and Ellen, a.k.a. my brother-in-law my sister, who listen to the podcast every time, even though they don't play the game. They got us a nice new microphone, and once we you know, get it, all get it all calibrated. We're looking forward to recording with it. They don't play the game, but they live in England and they enjoy hearing the Minnesotan accents. So, special shout out to you guys. Yep. Thanks, guys. All right. Um, but yeah, so we're going to go into, we played a 400-point game with the new 1.5 rules with our um, traditional faction. So I was playing Empire. And I was playing Rebels. We mostly wanted to try out some of the new rules, some of the new errata, some of the new cards. Um, mostly updated cards. Mostly updated cards. New stuff. I did experiment with taking some of the or some of the upgrade cards from the newest wave and adding them to a rebels list. So I'll, I'll let you know how that worked out. Yeah. So my list was a 400-point, on-the-nose. Um, I ran Grand Moff Tarkin, since he's less expensive now points-wise. He's, a, I would say, a pretty reasonable point um, at 28 instead of 38, which uh, I put him on a Moon with Sovereign, which I gave the Sovereign title to, just for that um, flexibility that Sovereign lets you mm-hmm. uh, change tokens on three ships so Tarkin can send out tokens to everybody and Sovereign can say actually you needed a squadron and you needed to concentrate fire everyone else gets repair. Pretty neat combo. Yeah it's a it's a really solid combo it, it really opens up your token flexibility. Then I put Director Krennic um, since I was running Simon and I wanted some rerolls uh, and Gunnery Teams and Gunnery Teams has now been changed that has to be resolved with a concentrate fire command. So you have to be using Concentrate Fire, and the next attack you perform, can this activation can be, form, be performed from this hull zone. I actually kind of like that mm-hmm. change. It gives it, it, it gives Concentrate Fire a little more use in the in the game. Definitely, and it also keeps you from super gunnery team destroying people. Yeah, I know SSD. Or, or, IS, or, or ISD, ISD, either of them really. Um, it's a huge, uh, I would say it's a huge nerf for the, the Super Star Destroyer because you can't actually tag three things in your front arc if, <laughs> you know, the enemy fleet is all rolling in on you. Um, like two ships in the black, it just isn't an option. Um, which makes that kind of another nail lining up in that coffin for that SSD, I think. Yeah. Um, I need to give that a good couple runs in, in 1.5, but it's not looking great. Um, but yeah, I, I also, I mean, I, I remember when I was running my uh, bomber list that I'd be like, oh, my, my ISD is going to gunnery teams against two ships and throw a bunch of squadrons. Um, 
Which I suppose it can still do with Thrawn. Like, you can stack a Concentrate yeah. Fire and then still have your Thrawn dial for squadrons. Um, not terrible. Or if I had a, a, like a Concentrate Fire token from Tarkin, I could still use that gunnery team. So it's a just, mm -hmm. you need to be resolving that command. So that's a token, a dial, or dial plus token, either way. I put Intensify Firepower on since I was like, you know, I was giving myself all these Concentrate, all these tokens with Tarkin. And I could be like, oh, hey. Um, I'll just feed that. The throw the token around. Tokens yeah, around I, game. I was playing this token, and then I finally put spinal armaments on just as a turbo laser to just get some more red dice out there. Since I was, it was it was very much a buckets of dice, red dice with some rerolls. Um, Let's roll all the dice. Another <laughs> one that has been altered is demolisher, mm -hmm. where demolisher now is during your attack step you can perform only one attack. So that's when you're attacking, like when you would normally be like, hey, I can, I shoot with two of my hull zones. You can perform one of your attacks after you execute your first maneuver during your activation. So it took out the um, shoot, move, shoot, 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 move. So you can't get that what was called the demolisher triple tap. Um, it is now you know shoot, move, shoot, shoot, move, shoot. If it with two back-to-back -back activations, which is still really strong. I mean, I would say demolishers and still in an absolutely fine place. It's not as strong as it was before for sure. Yeah. But it's not like it went down a huge peg. Ordnance experts, uh, while attacking, you may reroll up to two black dice, not all of your black dice. I'm a huge fan of this change because as much as I love um, black dice ships, as much as I love slinging ordnance around, I always felt the, I'll just go ahead and reroll my entire dice pool to Fisher. Um, black crits was a little goofy. Um, assault proton torpedoes, also on Demolisher here. Um, and I was running a, a Gladiator 2, which mm -hmm. is my kind of preferred version, just because the, ex the extra flak dice and then the um, red dice out the sides gives it a little more flexibility. Um, but Assault Proton Torpedoes is now an exhaust, um, but it, it's one point cheaper. Yeah. Um, I think that's a huge, and it's a huge change, and I think it's really a solid one. Um, I always felt Advanced Proton Torpedoes being able to like double arc someone and be like, hey, here's two face-ups that unless you have like damage control officer, you can do pretty much nothing about. Um, third ship I ran was a Architens light cruiser with Centicor and expert shield techs. Um, Centicor being the one where you, when another friendly ship resolves a squadron command, up, up to two of the squadrons that activates can be in command ranges from the Centicor instead of from that ship. And then finally I ran a Gazanti um, cruiser with Admiral Sherno, who's the squadron that says, uh, squadron commander that allows your squadrons to move up to two. So the idea was I'd have my Gazanti on one side and my Centicor on the other of my fleet to be able to um, move my squadrons around, and my squadrons were Mauler and three TIE Advanced. And um, with Intel being changed, that it only gives grit, I wanted to say, like, hey, Mauler doesn't usually want to move very far once he's in the scrum. He wants to just kind of, like, bounce back and forth a little bit. Mm -hmm. So a distance two move for him is still plenty. He doesn't really, he doesn't mind. Um... So he, unfortunately, I was the, with the position I got into in the game. Um, that didn't come into play, but I it's a combo I've used before, and I still enjoy. Yeah. And for my list, I used uh, Leia Organa as my commander. She has been now marked down in points from, what was it, 38? Yep, 38. To 28. Now making her actually reasonable to play. Because yeah. that was one of the major problems was that she has a really good ability where 
reveal your command and when you spend it as long as you're not you know resolving any other commands you can treat it as if you were spending a token as well so if you do a nav command you can you know change your speed by two and have a yaw click or when you uh do a repair command you get the extra you, you token, the extra effect, token yeah. effect which is great um but she can't but, use a token with that ability. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, I mentioned that. Uh, okay. Generally pretty solid. I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to getting to play her a little bit more now. Yeah. I mean, Leia's effect has always been strong. Mm -hmm. It's just that she's so expensive that you look at her and you're like, I could, you know, also like upgrade two spots. Yeah. <laughs> I could just take Akbar. I could just be Akbar. Um. With this list, I was mostly doing a lot of experimentation, seeing some of the new abilities and how they changed or how they nerfed, nerfed some things. So in the future, I'd probably, with Leia in mind, avoid having cards that did too much token shenanigans. Because mm -hmm. you really don't spend your tokens if you want to be able to use Leia. Right, yeah. The, she, she's all about power instead of flexibility on commands. Yeah, she's just... Do you want to make your commands beefy now? Yeah, all of them. All of them. Did you want that flotilla to push three squads every round? Every round. Um, for my flagship, I did an Assault Frigate Mark II uh, A. Now, I, I haven't played this one in a while, mm -hmm. so I, I kind of just wanted to pick up you know, semi-decent ship for this experimental list. I think in the future I'd probably do something like a Mc80. Yeah. Something a little bit beefier because he ended up dying pretty quick. Yeah. It's the Assault Frigate is a is a really flexible, solid ship. I think you got into like looking like, hey, this is a big chunky ship. This this can kind of fly like an MC eighty does. Yeah, and it can't quite. Yeah, it it, it cannot take the same kind of hits. What'd you put on it? I put on Paragon for the title to add an extra black die, uh, link turbo laser turrets, and reactive gunnery. And reactive gunnery is one of the cards that came with the Clone Wars expansion, mm -hmm. where you can spend one of your uh, defense or one of your ready defense tokens to use it as a salvo effect. Now, this actually pairs pretty nicely with Paragon. Because Paragon, you add a black die to when attacking a ship you have already attacked. So if you have Salvo attacked a ship when it after it had attacked you, you can use the Paragon effect, which did come up in the game. Yeah. Um, specifically, though, and importantly, you have to have Salvoed the ship and then you Paragon it because you cannot add dice to a Salvo attack. Yes. So. Yes, uh... Which didn't so, yeah. end up, which yeah. we, we wasn't ended the up case kind of, yeah. in, in the game, but it was kind of a neat little effect that we noticed that, hey, technically I have attacked this because of the salvo. It's, it's a little more like defensive. Um, it's almost more of a defensive thing because at that point, because like you have that reactive gunnery and you're like, okay, I'm going to shoot this ship and then it's going to shoot me back. And then when it shoots me during its activation, it's going to get another die for it. It's going to be even angrier. Yeah, it's going to get, it's going to be kind of mm -hmm. uppercutting and throwing punches. So, but yeah, 
that, that I thought that was kind of a fun upgrade. Yeah. I wonder if maybe like a defensive ship. officer like uh, Lando on there might be helpful. Yeah. So then if you get like, if they throw a really big haymaker at you, you can, you know, be like, okay, reroll all that yeah, nasty let's, stuff. Let's, and then. Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's not with that. Okay. Um, next up, had a Mc 30 torpedo frigate with early warning systems, external racks, and for the title, admonition, which has now gone through a change where you can only discard a readied defense token to cancel one die. I do not like this. It did. It did <laughs> drop two points. It did drop some two points, but. Uh, as a primarily rebel player who, who really did like playing Admo beforehand, and I know it was kind of overpowered, this makes me sad. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if the Admo effect is what Admo made Admo overpowered, or if it's just like the base MC30 being so strong, and then it had that on top of it. That's true, but uh, it it's still pretty useful for if you have your uh evades accuracy mm -hmm. and you can't you can't force a reroll anyway force a reroll anyway to just discard them to get you out of a tight spot there was one shot i took that um with my gladiator against admo where i had uh what like a, a red double and a black black hit crit and you forced a reroll on the double mm -hmm. and then you you and i because i'd i'd got or or something, or did I have an accuracy in there, or something like that? Oh, that was I think that maybe was my front arc. Yeah. Yeah, it was my front arc. So I had like a red accuracy, a red double, and then like a black hit, a black hit crit kind of deal going on. And she's you know um, was able to use admonition because I accuracyed her green evade, and she was able to just say, actually, I'll just admonition cancel the like discard the green evade, cancel that hit crit, and then reroll your double. And ended up going from like you know five damage with APTs to three or something like that. Yeah. So it was a huge jump. It's still really a strong effect, but it's just a lot more limited. Mm -hmm. um, also, external racks got more expensive. Oh yeah. It, uh, it popped to from four to three, or th from other way three to four. Three to four. Which, not a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. Um, then I also flew Nebbi escort frigate with Yavaris, and they changed the rules on Yavaris. Now, each squadron you activate may choose to only attack during your activation. If it does, while attacking, it may add one die to its attack pool of a color already in its attack pool. Previously, it used to be that you'd attack twice, which was, you know, bananas. Mm -hmm. Bananas overpowered. Uh, in this case, I didn't actually get to use it because it died so fast. Yep. So this will require further experimentation. But yep. from first thought, it it seems a little bit like a fair rewrite. Yeah, I I, I feel like that as well. Where yeah, attacking against ships, the only thing in your in the rebel roster that suffers is like. A couple of the aces and uh, B-wings. And let's be fair, Yavar's B-wings melted stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, at just like a ridiculous pace. You were just throwing a pack of piranhas. Yeah. Um, 
It's yeah, a huge, true. it's actually a huge tank for squadron fight. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be like, hey, Wedge is just going to double tap and obliterate an ace. Granted, Wedge with Yavara shooting a squadron now, if it's activated, is still seven blue dice, which is very fun. Very well capable of potentially, you know, blasting an enemy squadron off the table, regardless. Um, mm-hmm. Even an ace, you know. Yeah. All right. Oh, lastly, I just had a GR75 Bright Hope with Torin Far. And to this one, I added Parts Resupply, which is another Clone Wars expansion. Uh, Upgrade. Upgrade that lets you essentially pass out engineering tokens to nearby ships. It's got the fancy, you know, spend a token to untap rule. And honestly, I don't think I would want to do that on this particular list again. Not with Leia, because Leia isn't very token super fun time. Um, and I definitely wouldn't use it as the uh, as the as an upgrade on a flotilla where it's the only flotilla in the fleet. If I had another GR seventy five that was also doing something, while this one had parts maybe. resupply, maybe I don't. It, I think it depends on you need to build it around a fleet that wants it. Yeah, because part of it was also like the the MC thirty can take a token. Um, all of the ships that you have, if you weren't using Leia, are perfectly okay, okay with having some repair tokens yeah. to sling around. Um, I, I think it really just ran into some anti-synergy with Leia. Yeah, this, I, I feel like it's an upgrade where you really kind of have to plan for it. A little bit. There, if you're running it. like a like a double large or something, some sort of Akbar list where you're like, mm-hmm. hey, I want to be repairing really hard with my you know MC-80 and maybe Admonition or, or Foresight or something like that. Um, and then to have this in my back line, just making sure they have those repair tokens while they're sitting, yeah. you know, vomiting red dice out the side, I think it'd be really good. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe try that. Yeah, as for squadrons, I did kind of just a classic little bomber ball for me. Hera, Jan, two X-Wing and two B-Wing. Now, Jan has intel, which has now been changed, where instead of giving enemy squadrons heavy, now it gives friendly squadrons grit. Now with grit, you can move when engaged with only one enemy. Yep. Um, Previously heavy, you know, the enemy ships didn't stop you from leaving. Enemy enemy squadrons didn't, not only, well, grit allows you to, to, to move as long as there's only one squadron. The really important thing is it doesn't allow you to attack ships if there's enemy squadrons around. Yes. Whereas enemy squadrons being heavy, they can just ignore it and punch through. So this <laughs> takes, you know, and I think this actually came into play with our game because there was a time where, you know, my demolisher was kind of sitting in the middle of your squadron ball. Yes. And if with classic intel, you would have just been able to say, okay, Yavaris, you know, commands these two B-wings and they ignore your other and, ships. And they melt you. Um, where Because I had Mauler and a TIE Advance in there. Where now, it was very much a case of, well, you uh, you can shoot that squadron better, I guess. Yeah, there was really nowhere I, where I could move to uh, 
hit the ship without being engaged with the squadron. Yeah. I think it really makes it so you have to have something to increase the movement of your B-Wings mm. to be able to really make them useful with your Varus now. You can't just yeah. you know plug and play B-Wings in there, which was always kind of the case. Um, you, you want something in to help. Uh, maybe like a f uh, fighter coordination team kind of thing mm -hmm. to, to keep them pushing up a little bit more um, and keep them active to get them in range of the ships you want to shoot or, you know, Y-Wings. Yeah. Um, so for objective, you were second player yep. and we did dangerous territory. Yep. Dangerous territory is one that we've, we've talked about a few times just to refresh. Mm -hmm. That's the one where each... Obstacles are placed beyond distance five of players' board edges instead of beyond distance three mm -hmm. in the in the setup area there. Um, but each obstacle that you land on, or the first player to land on any given obstacle, um, gains a victory token, which is worth fifteen points. And obstacles do not damage um, second player. Yeah. So the second player can just run around on asteroids with impunity. The first player can run around asteroids with impunity, but they will have consequences. <laughs> um, I was looking at your objective list, and you had advanced gunnery, and I saw that ISD, and I'm like, nope. And you had uh, hyperspace assault. I saw you had demolisher, and I said, oh, yeah, nope. Yep. So it it seemed like the safest bet. Yeah. So for my list, actually, you cannot advance gunnery and gunnery teams. Oh, that's true. So actually, I'd have to look at how that interplays. Let's look at the wording on gunnery team just to see. Uh, each of your hull zones cannot target the same ship or squadron more than once per activation. If that's its own subheader. That's not under the concentrate fire. So gunnery teams straight up makes it so you cannot use advanced gunnery. I'd actually put advanced gunnery in there for uh, demolisher. Mm -hmm. So if I was circling something, I could just keep on pegging it with my side arc. That's still mean. Yeah. And I do not want that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and really, anytime you're seeing like a, a Star Destroyer list, though, where it has, you know, this is the, they have advanced gunnery as their objective. Um, same thing with, you know, an Akbar MC 80. You do not take the Akbar MC 80's advanced gunnery ob objective. You're going to find out um, some really uncomfortable truths with uh, how that's going to go for you, no matter how, how you thought you were going to play around it. Um, Unless there's some really poor dice. There have been some times where I've taken advanced gunnery as one of my objectives for a Mc80 list. It's never been picked. Yeah. No, nope, nobody <laughs> ever picked it. That's just you might as well just bring two objectives. Yeah. I mean, and there are some objectives like that. Um, you know, you look at like so you run into someone with an interdictor list and like doomed station. You're just like, well, no, not that one. Not that one. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, we, we went with uh, Dangerous Territory. We kind of both had a pretty tight fleet formation. Yeah. Um, I had... All of my ships were within, like, distance four of each other to start. They kind of... With Torn Far, I tried to keep my ships within distance three of each other. Yeah, kind of keep that... Try to keep them. Apart. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it ended up kind of being a, a slugfest in the middle where... Little brawl. Uh, it was a big brawl in the middle, but I had bigger guns. You did. So, and a little of it was just like squadrons not being able to come into bear in the way that you wanted. Yeah, I wasn't able to get any squadron shots off on uh, 
any of your ships because I had those uh, high advance in the way. In the way uh, have which is going to be something that I think getting used to. That that's just something to learn to play about with you know new intel. Because mm -hmm. like we said that before, the way that squadron ball was bundled up, the Janors would have made Mauler and my advanced completely irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And now it's it's different, which I which I think is a huge improvement to the game. I was always really frustrated with like, hey, I took you know like sixty or seventy points of ties and other squadrons to kind of mm -hmm. keep you from just blasting my ship off the face of the earth. And it's not like you can't still do that. You just need to you know punch through a couple squadrons first. Mm -hmm. um, but just having you know half of a like sixty to seventy points, you know, like a solid what tenth of my not even tenth, yeah, solid chunk of my list. Um, be irrelevant was really always frustrating. Um, yeah. So that that is that might be a vague change or pretty high on my list. We also both had four ships, so the past tokens didn't come into play. I think next time we play, um, one of us should would should schedule out a like really ridiculous bonkers like high activation list, mm -hmm. and then the other one should run something a little more chunky and and condensed. Yeah. Um, I know that because that past token rule is. I've played with it a couple times. Um, Geek19 and I did a Vassal game the other day, and um, I think he had like seven or eight ships to my four. Oh, wow. Um, maybe it was six ships to my four, but it was there was a pretty significant um, number, so I got a, enough pass tokens to... But I was able to actually use the pass tokens I got to even that out and say like, hey, um, I know you were going to be able to last first me. Uh, no. Which is, which was, I believe, the reason that that was put into the game. So, um, because again, you get those like admonition, demolisher, like last first, like super, super combos on people, and um, it makes it a little hard to fly those ships. Like Admo and Demo, I think, are a couple of the ships that really got hit the hardest this wave, mm -hmm. or this with this one point five update. Definitely. Uh... So, with our game, uh, Yvaris ended up not lasting more than three rounds. He got hit pretty hard. I think I killed Yvaris round two. Round two. There we yeah, go. because I had, we'd moved her into position on round one, and then I was able to... I actually got a first round shot on Yvaris with Demo. It was at red range, so yeah. it didn't do a whole lot. It was like, hey, thank off. It's because Demo's mean. Killed, <laughs> and then I was able to come in... Um, yeah, you you Yavaris got a little gung ho and kind of led the charge for your other two ships that were definitely tougher and a little yeah, more. Yeah, I should have held Yavar held Yavaris back a little bit. And I'm being way far away from the mic, oops. Um, but uh, I did get your Architens. Yeah, uh, Architens, as it turns out, do not survive getting into brawling range with MC-30s. Yeah, especially when they have external racks going on. Yeah, yeah. The, it, evade, the, the evade change came into play there because I was able to reroll a hit grid into one less damage that just about saved me from getting one shot. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you followed it up next round with first activation, and we're just like, hey, what if... No. <laughs> what if gone? <laughs> um... After that next few rounds, my 
assault frigate and admo and admo did get taken out i ended up getting tabled yeah it was it was a pretty close game on that end yeah um i did get some squadrons i got the architens and i did get some points from uh yeah, landing you, on one of the debris fields you got a debris field token and then i got two asteroids in the station i think mm -hmm. so it was like it was four tokens to one um and then i lost the architens and two squads or half my squad base you did kill mm -hmm. you did take out mauler yeah. um pretty rely i mean Hera and two b-wings and jan just all going mauler no yeah mauler we are done with you mm -hmm. Which once Mauler's gets, you know, tied up in a scrum and can't use his ability to move around, he's a TIE fighter with a scatter. Yeah. And the Assault Frigate got generally too close to the front yeah, of uh, the, the ISD. The the yeah, the Admiral and, and I was able to get a side shot on once uh, from one side on Admo and then swing around and get my other side shot on paragon and then sovereign came in and you know gunnery teams and just tapped both of them to finish them mm -hmm. and i'd shot them both before that like they've both been taking a few hits um mm -hmm. but yeah it ended up being just a, a matter of uh a lot more raw dice yeah and a little bit and some some i actually i think part of it is i just had a lot more dice mixing mm -hmm. you had a couple reroll abilities but i mean your Yavaris definitely took a couple shots that were just like, this should be fine. I should do a little something with it and just absolutely, you know, whiffed yeah. it out the door. Um, which which actually made a difference because if those shots had damaged Demolisher, you might have been able to take it out. Oh, definitely. But this list, I was mostly just trying to experiment with some of the new cards. See how they felt, see how they worked out. Yes. Good ideas of maybe ways to play with them in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think we, I think it was very successful for both of us on that end. So just getting a feel for like, how does this new gunnery teams work out? Um, and at this point, I would say gunnery teams is a card I probably won't use in every list anymore. I mean, I wasn't a huge gunnery teams person, but like you know, looking at us, an ISD two usually you'd put put it on there, or a Simon. Like, I feel like it's more of like a Simon card now. Uh, I if I have an ISD two, I want it to probably be pushing squadrons. I probably want it to be tanking in and being a little more in the fight. Where the Simon is kind of a standoff, where I want to be sitting back and just rolling red dice from long, which I'm okay with throwing some concentrate fire on that. Um, I actually enjoyed my build for that a lot. Yeah, you had a pretty list solid again. list going again, especially with Tarkin. It was kind of interesting how we we're playing Tarkin and Leia, who are kind of you know, the Imperial and Rebel versions of each other. Of each other. Yeah. I thought that was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, it's, you know, you get this like, oh, yeah, tokens are good. You should have like a comms net and something like that. And I remember being like, I put a comms net in it looking over like, I have Tarkin though, so why would I even worry about that? Yeah. There, there's no need. Um, and then having Krennic and Intensify Firepower on the side moon, I felt was plenty of reroll capacity. Mm. My dice were pretty, pretty nice to me though. Um, I think our game didn't go long enough for your dice to even out and get you some better rolls. Yeah. Uh, womp, womp. Womp, womp. Um, and it is a dice game, and and yeah, just getting little things uh, in there, and that's one of the reasons I usually don't run red dice heavy, is because they're very, they're the most they're random. Finicky. 
they're the most random, and it, it can come into play, and I, I like to have a little more consistency, so like some black dice with some re-rolls. Uh, I've been doing, uh, I've been returning to my kind of, um, you know, Kuat, Interdictor, Raider, with some TIE Fighters and stuff combo, like I ran at the, sh the Chicago Charity event. Um, and I reworked that, so instead of using the Gravity Rift, I'm using more Dust Fields. So if I run into, uh, and the idea is if I have Dust Field objectives, I can have some objectives that I can farm points from. But also, if I run into an Onager, I can just, you know, hide behind the Dust Fields and say, I know you have that giant space gun, and I'm going to put this Dust Field in between us. You cannot shoot me. So my Kuat is just going to go, you know, start playing the Jaws theme and sneak up through this cloud. <laughs> come out the other side and start chomping um like you do yeah so anyway uh i don't think anything too else oh i did guest in on the latest episode of steel strategy so if you want to hear steel strategy's best episode so far <laughs> um you could listen to that they just posted it yes they posted it on the 9th of january here where which is when we're recording i'm not sure when we're going to post this Probably tomorrow, maybe tonight. So, um, I was going to say, anything else? No, we're still experimenting. Yep, still looking around, clone. reading through. Yeah, with Clone Wars and 1.5. Looking forward to using the past tokens. Yeah. Um, that should be a fun one here. Yeah, we should have you build like a double large, just like behemoth Akbar oh, yeah. thing or something like that. I could build some sort of goofy... Like, because Ozzel also got changed, so maybe your next episode I can try out Ozzel. Starhawk um, and McAdey. Oh, no. Yeah. Starhawk with pass tokens, Ted. Okay, but you're, you know, buying me ice cream or something after. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I think that's about it for tonight, though, so uh, I'm off, Ted. And I'm Senator Faith. May the Force be with you. <laughs>